Welcome to the Talk for Students by Students podcast. My name is Sneha Varelst and I am a high school health teacher. This podcast was created as a project for my class. In each episode, you will hear my students discussing important sexual health topics in order to provide the most important, relevant, and reliable information to you, their peers. Thank you for listening. Hello, my name is Nevaeh Hurley. And I'm Shamari Rodriguez, and our topic for the podcast, a talk for students by students, is consent. The main thing we are going to talk about is if you don't have consent, is it considered rape? In our opinion, we believe that not having consent is considered rape. We believe that consent is something that can help both you and your partner to understand and respect each other's boundaries and understand where both of y'all stand in your relationship. In the podcast, I will be talking about consent more and go into details about it, but now we have a guest for our podcast. Today we are interviewing a student at Fitzbride High School. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling good. How about you guys? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good too. That's good. Um, so today we're going to ask you three questions about consent. Is that okay? Yes, it is okay. The first question we have for you today is what do you think consent is? Consent is when you ask your partner to do things with them or be able to be comfortable around each other and be able to trust each other. Mm-hmm. Um, the next question that we have for you is what does consent look like? Um, being comfortable with your partner and talking about things and making sure everything is all good in your relationship. And the last question we have for you today is, how do you tune in to your partner and or how do you communicate with them at the moment? You be very open with them and you say what you have to say and just communicate and just talk about everything that is on your mind or how you feel about everything. Okay, thank you for joining us today to answer these questions. Thank you for having me. Let's cover on what she said. Basically, she said that consent is both parties agreeing on each other to have physical contact. Uh, It looks like having to be comfortable with each other and in order to communicate with each other, you have to be open and honest with each other, even if it means you're uncomfortable about the topic. Since she isn't a professional, we found a website called itsonus.org and it helps resources on sex and mostly how to get help. But since we are talking about consent, this website states consent needs to be clear. Consent is more than not hearing the word no. A partner saying no is not the same as a partner saying yes. Don't rely on body language, past sexual interactions, or any other nonverbal cues. Now that we covered the part about consent, let's talk about how the lack of consent can become rape. Many people don't know the consequences of not having your partner's consent. Not having consent makes you feel uncomfortable. And and in order to have someone to have sex with somebody, you need to have their full permission. If you don't have their permission, it would commit a crime called rape. If your partner says no, it means no. Don't force anything on them. According to women, womenslaws.org, they state sexual assault within a relationship is not uncommon. Women were victims of some type of sexual coercion, including rape and other acts by a husband or intimate partner in their lifetime. However, on the same website, rain.org, it explains what consent does not look like. It gives different examples on some things they stated on the website, refusing the acknowledge of no. 
This means that one person is respecting, isn't respecting the other's decision of saying no. Other things they stated was assuming that wearing certain clothes or flirting or kissing is an invitation to anything more, meaning that no matter how a person acts, it does not give you the right to move forward with sexual decisions unless they both agree to it. They also mentioned that assuming you have permission to engage in a sexual act because you've done it in the past, which means that just because you've done something sexual in the past doesn't mean that you can go and do it again because you want to. If you if you want to do it, you need to make sure that your partner also wants it. Another big issue that not many people, especially teens, don't know about is the age of consent. This is a law that many teens break because they don't know about it. You have to be at the age of 16 to be able to consent to sexual intercourse. If you are under the age of 16 and having sexual intercourse, you are part of the sexual defense rape. Not having consent is a verbal and affirmative expression that can help both you and your partner to understand and respect each other's boundaries. Consent cannot be given by individuals who are underage, intoxicated, or incapable by drugs or alcohol or sleep or unconscious. When you don't have consent, it can lead into many consequences, which are usually rape. Rape is a form of physical and emotional abuse and leads to trauma. Forced pressure is the result of rape. So going back to our question of the day, do you think the lack of consent is considered rape? Yes. So for more information, please visit PlannedParenthood.org. They will talk more about it and explain it more. For this podcast, The Talk, for students by students, I'm Nevaeh Hurley. And I am Shamali Rodriguez. And thank you for joining us. Until next time.